this week on Erotic Awakening, what women and other wonderful humans want, broken dildos, and BDSM jokes. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast as well as workshops by Dan and Don, are offered free of charge to our community. Because of the expenses involved, we are grateful to those that support us through Patreon and donations. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. How are you now? I'm done okay, now that I'm home. You had a heck of a day today, <laughs> huh? I did. It was only a little blip. I actually had a pretty productive day, but then I went to storage to uh, get something from my uh, my fabric sewing stuff, and the car wouldn't start. So luckily... There's a homeless guy. Well, he's not homeless. He's got his van, and he lives at the storage space, so he gave me a jump. Well, there you go. Uh, But, man, I'm drinking so much water, sitting in the car. It won't start. I got to pee. There's nothing close by. Yeah, (laughs) I found a spot. You, uh, I I have no problem peeing in a a public, well, not public per se, but in a non-bathroom space. Right. Well, guys have it much easier, but I'm going to tell you what, I am not one that does that. I know. I am not one that does that. And by the time you said, hey, go for it, I'd already gone for it. (laughs) (laughs) I found a spot. (laughs) So today on the podcast, other than things that uh, Don's peeing on, uh, we're actually going to be talking with John, a.k.a. Hi There Catsuit, uh, about his podcast, uh, What Women and Other Human Beings Want. And we also have to talk about whether your dildo is actually broken or you just need an owner's manual. And we have a, a few <laughs> other things to discuss as as well. We do. Uh, let's start off by, uh, let's go ahead and start off by talking to John, uh, a.k.a. Hi There Catsuit. Uh, John, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Dan. Hi, Don. Hi. It is neat to have somebody who's on the podcast as a guest, as somebody who we know actually does listen to the podcast, which I is more rare than you think it is. I haven't seen you since Winter Wickedness. It and was that seems like so... a world and a, and a decade away, doesn't it? I know. It was so long ago. I had some kick-ass scenes. I saw you have a kick-ass scene. That was just... <laughs> and nothing since then. That was February. Yeah. That particular event was so life-changing for me. I mean, Mm -hmm. from being knighted by Lady Catalyst and showing our love to each other in public, that was pretty amazing to me, to having some great scenes and to have people stop me and go, you're Catsuit. (laughs) And me going, how do you know who I am? I read you all the time. I've been reading your writings, and that blew me away. Isn't it awesome? So now that I'm doing a podcast, you can only imagine that that kind of upped its game a little bit. Indeed. It is, I will have to say, it was pretty neat the first time we were approached at an event, and I think it was in Chicago, because people knew our voices because of the podcast. I was kind of, I have to admit, that's kind of neat. You'll you'll enjoy that experience, I think. (laughs) So, well, if every if everything goes right, uh, Nookie Notes of Dating Kinky and I have been talking about the fact that we'd love to be able to go to conventions and do live versions of the podcast there, uh, bringing panels of women to talk about what they want and the right way to approach them. So let's talk about that. Uh, so that is what the experience of the podcast, the, 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 the podcast is about that you're doing. It's, it's about, uh, you tell me what it's about. Is it, It's about what women... 
What women and other wonderful humans want is a look into the way people connect with each other on a first-time basis and the messaging that allows them to form genuine connections. Because it was all inspired from a writing that I did called Dear Men, about those unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I had heard so many stories from women talking about the fact that they are barraged by unsolicited dick pics. And I came out and said, guys, you just don't get it. Women do not want to see unsolicited dick pics. Well, of course, I got this huge response from a guy out in uh, San Jose, California, talking about how ample his was and how women love to see it and that I should show mine if I'm, if I'm really that much of a man. And I said, well, sir, if you'd actually read my response to you, you would have seen that I said mine isn't that impressive, but it did, uh, did help produce two kids. So it did its job and I'm good with that. <laughs> so that led me to hearing stories about how women's inboxes are just so out of control, especially on FetLife. So I approached Nookie Notes because I had just finished a seminar with her called More Than Yes or No. And we did a show on YouTube called Consent for Regular Dudes. And a lot of the subject matter that I had in this podcast, we brought up in that. And I said, I'd love to start a podcast, but not only do I want to know what women want, I want to know what other wonderful humans want. And that means underrepresented voices within our community, whether they be gender fluid, non-binary, queer, uh, whether they be trans, uh, there are making sure that I get Latina voices in there, African-American voices, and voices that I would have never imagined. Like we have a show coming up with two people who are disabled and still are involved in kink. One of them is non-binary, and it creates this beautiful spectrum of different things that we can talk about because while the opportunity to be able to approach somebody and make a connection with somebody is pretty universal, there's different things you have to take into account when you're approaching somebody who may be disabled, who may be non-binary, who may be queer, who may be trans. And so I'm really intrigued about hearing about all the different voices. And so in December, we're going to start a series of five straight shows with all underrepresented voices in the world of kink and in the world of dating. That sounds much needed. <laughs> so as a listener of the podcast, what are you hoping that, that I'll get out of this? Is it just don't send dick pics? No, I think it goes beyond that. I think the the premise of the podcast is I wanted women to have an opportunity to be able to tell the good things that happen as well as the bad, to share their story. Sure, there's some comedy in, in the way some people get messages. But when I hear things like Christina Carter, who is a fetish model icon, tell me that she has 82,000, that's 82,000 direct messages that she hasn't touched. And the fact that there are so many emails that she doesn't ever think that she'll be able to get back to even one-tenth of one percent of them. I said, how did my email make through? She said, easy. (laughs) 
your email was women and other wonderful humans. So I had to open it to see what it was because that was, uh, that is our email, uh, women and other wonderful humans at gmail.com. Oh, okay. So, so she, she saw that and she said, I was absolutely intrigued. I had to know what that was about. So the idea is that women can share those stories and we're hoping that men will also be able to listen to go, if this is what women want, if women want us to read their profiles, if women want us to be genuine and vulnerable, if women want us to have a sense of humor, not tell their life story in every single email, if women want us to be concise, clear, and direct, and be able to tell us a little bit about them as well as let us know that they're interested in us by, again, reading our profiles, then all that information can be very useful to the men that listen as well. But we also find out a lot about the personalities of our guests. And there have been a couple of our guests that have called it the most unique interview that they've ever had. For instance, when we had Christina Carter on the show, she brought uh, Nisa Nevers and Adara Jordan, two other fetish models and actresses with her. And we did not talk about making porn throughout the entire podcast. Mm -hmm. And she had never had an interview where people weren't obsessed with talking about making porn. And at one point in the interview, I said, well, I will fanboy a little bit here because you have uh, been the creator of many of my fantasies in my, in my fetish life because my name, Hi There Catsuit, comes from the fact that I love super heroin things and love wearing catsuits and love seeing people wear catsuits. And I said to her, when I look at your videos, Christina, you have a lovely body. You wear great outfits, which I really like. But what turns me on is my desire to get into your head and to think what you must be thinking when you are in the scenario that you're in. And that is what really turns me on. And she said, I've never had anybody tell me that. So I'm kind of proud that we've had some of those aha moments. Had one recently with Casey Carter, where the first question I said, uh, asked her was, when was the first time you thought you were different? And it, it, <laughs> the surprise on her face of being asked a question like that, it helps you understand that even though you may have pro-doms and you may have people who are well-known in the fetish world and the, and the kink world, when it all comes down to it, we're human beings and we have a lot of things that are in common. And so the, the continuing thread of those stories is what really makes the podcast work. Nice. So well, I like to hear that you do have questions like that in there. And I'm listening to um, the fact that you said you're trying to tell the guys what we don't want or what we do want. And I, I tell you, I see these Facebook wars every now and then of Facebook where we're telling guys Right. Somebody will complain and go, you know what? I just got more dick pics. I just on Facebook. I just got, you know, this guy sending me this stupid thing. And guys will speak up and say, oh, we thought that's what you wanted. And we're like, no, we'll tell you what we want. And different girls spoke in and said, you know, this is what we want. And this is what we want. And this is what we don't want. And the guys would argue with us. 
and tell mm-hmm. us we were wrong. <laughs> and it's like, listen, we are telling you in black and white, this is what we don't want, you know, and they would still argue. So I'm hoping by you having so many different people on your show saying this, the same thing, you know, that the guys will listen. And because honestly, it's really hard for me. I mean, I'm on a lot of different dating sites, right? Being poly and, you know, just trying to find different people to chat with and, mm-hmm. and, or meet or, or whatever. And it's really hard to filter through all that stuff. You know, when I get a, an email that just says, hi, or want to fuck, or what's your favorite position? Send, send nudes. Or, send nudes. <laughs> send nudes, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, man, I, I want someone that can hold a conversation, you know? So it's just, oh. <sighs> because those conversations, Dawn, are going to be the thing that helps carry the relationship through. Right. You can You can think that the sex is going to do it, but the fact is, mm-hmm. Sex may be one portion of a 24-hour day right. or even even a four-hour night where you're really trying to know what's going on and, and to really be able to engage with a person. That's what makes connections work. Mm-hmm. That's what makes connections tighten. And that it also enables you to explore new things that neither one of you might have even thought of. So, but if you're going to simply think of insert tab A into slot B, that's not going to work most of the time because that gets really boring after a while. Exactly. And since I'm looking for poly partners and I already have someone that I live with, the people I'm looking for, I'd probably only see a couple of times a month or something unless they were really mm-hmm. local. And then, you know, it could be more than that. So there's got to be some conversation that we need to have, or there's not going to be a way to build a relationship. And so I just wonder if the guys that send dick pics, they're not looking for a relationship <laughs> is my well, I guess. Think we, I think I talk about toxic masculinity a lot and I'm sometimes accused of being a man basher, even though I am a man <laughs> and I'm a straight man at that. Uh, but I have been quoted as saying in the battle of the sexes, it's hard for me to cheer for my own side. Um, uh, and the, the fact is that men think that they have to put on this show and that they have to create this persona about them. But when it comes down to it, the persona will fade away. And what's left is the real man or real person that is left behind. I had a situation where my my spouse, uh, when we were together, talked to me about watching me in an improv show, and she saw me up on stage, and she said, thank God I'm not married to the guy that's up on stage. And I said to her, honey, the guy who's up on stage is the real me. <laughs> the actor comes home. Mm. And she she took that for what it was, which was a really serious commentary on what our connection had been. I wasn't able to be my real self around her. And that created some, some real tensions because I'm a carefree laugh a minute. Just really don't care about anything and just want to have fun type of person. 
but I always had to be guarded and reserved because she was very much an introvert and I'm very much an extrovert. Mm -hmm. So the character wasn't cutting it for her. And to have her literally say, I couldn't be married to the man on the stage and have me realize, "Uh oh, that's me. (laughs) That that's when you start to realize that there's got to be more communication there. And communication is the key to every single thing that we do. Yep. So, um, Hi there, Catsuit. I've, in listening to your podcast, I, one of the things that you do is that you ask your guests a variety of questions. Uh, what was the last dick pic that you got? Or what do you want someone to say when they approach you? Things like that. So mm-hmm. in, in classic uh, podcast, Shooby-Doo, Flippity-Flu, we've got some questions for you. Oh, that's wonderful. Normally you <laughs> ask them, but this time you're getting asked. Um, what turns you on? With the name Hi There Catsuit, I would guess you'd imagine that catsuits or skin-tight clothing turns me on. I was never given the sex talk when I was growing up. And the first time that I ever achieved an orgasm, uh, I was watching Catwoman on the, the original Batman show. And then the second time it happened, it was Emma Peel. And the third time, it was Batgirl. And so by the time I realized what was actually coming out of my penis and that that was an orgasm, I was already imprinted. (laughs) So (laughs) I had no chance in life. Uh, So uh, skin, skin tight clothing um, really turns me on. Uh, I got to see the first person in person that I saw wear a latex cat suit, um, pear blossom at uh, winter wickedness. And oh, my God, I almost faded. (laughs) <laughs> and she was so nice. She said, do you want to touch it? Do you want to see what it feels like? And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> so during this time, and, and for people that are listening 12 years from now, we're currently doing this interview during this pandemic of the COVID nature. Uh, it's been a while since we've had big events like a winter wickedness and such. How are you, how are you expressing yourself right now sexually without parties and places to get dressed up for? Until I moved from Cleveland, I had a play partner that would come over every Saturday and not only play, but we would cuddle a lot because my main love language is touch. Since moving to Cincinnati, originally I moved in with my family and so I would have my my one bedroom and I would get into my suits and kind of feel the the touch of those suits and it's a very mindful exercise when you wear a cat suit or you wear leotards and tights because you realize that at every single moment, every part of your body is being touched at the same time. And that is what I really get out of wearing the suits, not having anybody to play with. It's been really frustrating. I have been trying to, do some self-play, but at the end of it, it's like, oh, okay, that happened. It wasn't mm-hmm. very good. Yep. And so my loneliness has gone up exponentially. Now, I have a play date scheduled for this upcoming Friday. However, with coronavirus going around as it is, I would not be surprised if the event gets canceled. Plus, you have little things that happen, like happened to me today, where it turns out that one of my coworkers tested positive for COVID, and we were all sent home 
to stay home for a week. So I went out and immediately got tested all here in 24 to 48 hours if I have it, although I've been running such cool temperatures, I'm considering myself a really cool guy. <laughs> but uh, I'm genuinely hoping that I'm, I'm able to see somebody and to, to be able to play in a one-to-one situation. I'm not going to go to a big party anywhere because that's not going to happen until I feel safe. But God, do I miss them. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, John, where can people find this podcast? People can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, and the easiest way to find all the ways you can listen and follow and uh, read interesting things about the show is at our link tree, which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash what women want podcast. And that has all of our links. It has uh, all the different ways you can listen to the show. We're being picked up by more podcast distributors by the week. But we are on the big two on Apple and Google. And uh, hopefully people will subscribe, rate, review. And as I say, don't give us a five-star rating unless we deserve it because we're doing our best to try. But I would never want anybody to give me a fake review. Uh, And so our link tree has all that great stuff. We'd love to. We just passed 100 followers on Instagram. We're getting up there in Twitter, and we would absolutely uh, love for people who are interested in not only the stories of of women and how they are approached and uh, men uh, trying to figure out new ways to approach people in the right way. They're very interesting interviews, and we really get to know the personalities that are involved. So uh, I would love for you to follow us and uh, even subscribe from time to time. We'd appreciate that. Very cool. I certainly enjoyed the episode I listened to. Uh, hang out uncomfortably with us for a couple minutes while we talk about some <laughs> other stuff. Uh, Don, I have a note here about the Chicago area quarantine bubble courtships. Did I write that one or did you write that one? You had to have written that one. It doesn't sound familiar at all. So my understanding, if I remember this correctly, um, because of COVID, right, mm-hmm. people have their little quarantine bubbles, right? right. So... Um, Recently, you and I and my partner Kat's husband were at a small gathering mm-hmm. along with a couple other people. Right. And, and uh, Kat's husband kind of hung out with us. He said, well, I'm already in your little quarantine bubble. Right. Right. <laughs> so my understanding is that people are doing some dating, bubble to bubble dating, saying that instead of just if if we're going to date our entire bubble is going to merge with your entire bubble. And now we have a big enough bubble that we could have a little, a uh, little play party of some sort. Right. Oh, and then nice. our little, it's kind of like some amoeba sort of thing, right? Yeah. My amoeba is going to uh, join with this other bubble. And now we have even a bigger bubble. It's an interesting concept. It's an interesting concept. I'm, I still get curious as to, to how they come up with the the boundaries and the rules and and stuff like that. So it reminds me of the old uh, STD chat, you know, except like we said before, now you're asking people, so whose air are you breathing? Right. Right. Breath bonded. Right. (laughs) Breath bonded. (laughs) So, well, I hope it works out for them because I'm actually talking with a couple of people from um, the Chicago area that are really having a hard time right now. And um, as in uh, presenters, Mm-hmm. from our, our past events that we've produced. People actually have been, um, I've had a couple of presenters 
reach out to me going, why is nobody checking on me? And so I, I want to put that call out there, actually. If you guys know presenters, feel free to reach out. If you know, if you have a way to contact them, feel free to reach out and just check in with them and see how they're doing. Because I think everybody thinks they have a network. And mm-hmm. that's not always the case. So, yeah, reach it, out. Re- reach out. Interesting thing is most of the presenters that you know are probably... Introverts. Introverts. Absolutely. Most of them are introverts. So, you know, and some of them don't have that that network. They're home by themselves. And yeah. Uh, For those of you who are listening to us that are not in the United States of America, uh, we have an election tomorrow. At least, (laughs) and matter of fact, the, the day that I post this will be the day of the election. The only thing I've got to say about this is uh, I see you've got a note there about a tweet. Oh, yeah. So um, Fathom Divine tweeted us and um, said that they were listening to the podcast while standing in line to vote and sent us a picture. And that was really cool. Yes. <laughs> Hope their headphones don't fall out. Um, <laughs> or do. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Um, you know, I, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about politics anymore. Please yeah. don't. <laughs> So much stress. There is so many other places you can get your political junkie fix. Let's move on. Exactly. So we still have not found our limit list that we were working on, that like 20-page long limit list. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know how. I haven't run across it yet. There's not too many boxes left to unpack. So it's got to be here in these few that are left. But um, have not found it yet. But I do have my personal deck of Kickstarter cards mm-hmm. because I didn't want to open up another deck. I've got a, a lot of decks upstairs in my new office, air quotes, <laughs> converted uh, guest room. Um, <laughs> well, Dan's got the basement, so he works from home now oh. too. So, and our basement, it's a townhouse, so it's a small basement. So half of it's his office, half of it's the podcast studio. So I took the guest room. Half of it's where the cat craps, and the other half is where the storage area. We put all all mixed exactly. up in there. So my my New Zealand friends might actually say you have a bunch of dicks upstairs bunch in of your dicks. office. Bunch oh, of dicks. decks, decks of cards. Well, I got a bunch of dicks I know, too, but, but... They, they they pronounce it dicks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go out on the dick. <laughs> That's that brings to my. I love my New Zealand friends. <laughs> It's awesome. I'm going to talk about my Australian friend in a little bit. So how do, how do you want to do the Kickstarter cards, Dan? Do you so, want to do one of each color? Uh, no, no. You're going to randomly okay. shuffle them. Um, John, you want one, two, or three? I will take number two. Two. Number All two. All right. I'm trying to go random here, and you are number two. So, Dan, they're different colors, so I'm just going to shuffle them up. Okay. And... Count to two. <laughs> okay. So this is one in my hand. Oh, that's one. Okay, that's okay. True. Uh, da- uh Dawn. Yes. Are you into feathers? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Stroke them from head to toe. Whenever I play this with someone and they come up with feathers, I'm like, no, <laughs> feathers is not my thing. I am not into tickling. It's too light. It's I like rough body play. Well, then I was negotiating with someone while using the cards, and Feather came up, 
And I said that, and he leaned over and whispered into my ear what he was going to do with said feather. <laughs> I told him he could leave it in the pile of yeses. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, I have found there's something that could work. All right, you're picking one for uh, Hyder Catsuit now. Okay. All right. So, it does not say giving or receiving, so it's up to you. Breast and nipple play. Kissing, sucking, <laughs> licking, soft chewing. So, breast and nipple play. Yes, please. All yes. of the above. <laughs> uh, Receiving, giving, or in, both? Well, in my, in my self-play, I've been known to wear nipple clamps of all sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really appreciate it when a partner does it because then I don't have much of a choice with it. Mm-hmm. When uh, when hashtag Toppy Catsuit comes out, because it's a thing, uh, I do enjoy using nipple clamps uh, on on the people I'm playing with and uh, playing with nipples when it is uh, entirely appropriate. Uh, I totally believe that the sensations you can get and the the joyful pleasure of using nipple clamps in just the right way can create a predicament that is so hot for people. And that's what really gets me as far as having them used on me is the predicament side of it. That just like, Oh my God, if that thing comes off, I'm going to hurt so damn much. (laughs) Um, Exactly. Yeah. So I, I have a pair of clover clamps that don't really uh, hold on that much anymore. And today in the mail, from, of all places, Walmart, I received uh, my first pair of tweezer nipple clamps, the ones that have that are like tweezers and you uh, pull the ring up to mm-hmm. tighten them. And uh, I, I tried one out and I went, I'd like for somebody else to do this to me. Thank you very much. I just love the fact that you got that from Walmart. All right, Don. Sam Walton would be rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> We shall, we shall sex toys? What do you mean we shall sex toys? No, they're health items, Sam. Health items. Nice. All right, Don. This is an interesting one. Okay. This is an interesting one. I don't know if you've ever, uh, I don't know if we've asked you this. How would you like to be the master or mistress of a sex slave? Hmm. To be the master or mistress of a sex slave. You know, every once in a while, I think about it. Because normally your role is the sex slave, not the... Absolutely, and that is my place of preference. (laughs) But every once in a while, I have a fantasy of finding my own sex slave and telling them exactly what to do and how to do it, and then demanding that they dominate me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let them know everything I want them to do, and then... So, but the whole trick is, is that I'm not toppy usually so i need the power exchange to be there for it to work for me mm-hmm. so i don't know that i can command a sex slave to dominate me i don't think it works the same i think they would top me but not dominate me so i, I don't know that it would work and that's what don wants <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when you see our social media that the that's the whole premise of it is we will say what what Casey Carter wants, what uh, Lady Pym wants, what Lexi Silver wants. And we go, discover what they want. <laughs> and it's uh, it's very enticing, but it, it also works really well. Uh, yes. <laughs> so don't. Awesome. Oh, don't. 
Don't mix them in there. So don't mix them going. in there? Okay, well, we can't lose my deck. No, we don't want to lose Mine your deck. Mine is the only deck that has a tentacle sex card in it. <laughs> so, Dawn, um, Oopsie. Oh, no. we have uh, to figure out if your dildo is broken or not. But first, um, actually, do it. Yes, I'm going to ask that? you a uh, random BDSM joke. You ready? Don't look. Don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't want you to see the answers. I'm not good at jokes, but go ahead. Um, what's the difference between a lentil and a chickpea? See, I, I'm too literal. I don't know. What's the difference between a lentil and a chickpea? I've never paid $25 to watch a lentil. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Dan, if if I can chime in here, there's a fun game that you can play that those of us from the improv world play. And uh, the way you play it is give me me any item that you might have in your tool bag, and I will instantly make a joke out of it. Like this remote control? Uh, 185 remote controls. Walk into a bar, bartender says, we don't serve remote controls. Remote controls say, yeah, but we could really turn you on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could never Wait do improv. <laughs> I knew that button would come in useful one day. All right, John, what's the difference between a masochist and a mosquito? Um, I said, um, there. You don't have to edit that one out. <laughs> Uh, one bites and one sucks, or they both bite and they both suck. Close, close. <laughs> a mosquito stops sucking when you slap it. Thank you very much. Uh, so, Don, we have a little tip, bit of tip your halibut. <laughs> uh, Don, we have a little bit of tentacles. We do, and um, I got a, a couple of other notes here. So, um, John. And I don't think it was the John we're talking to. <laughs> Sent me a picture of crocheted octopus hats, and you can place orders to get different colors. And as cold as it is right now outside, I might mm-hmm. go with that. Fair, fair, <laughs> very good. So, um, and then the other thing, um, Bungie from uh, Australia yeah. reached out to me. I was thinking of him the other day, and um, he reached out to me this morning because I posted something on FetLife that said, Life is short, play naked. Mm-hmm. And I'm buying that sticker for my car. Yes, yes. To see if people, I, I, I got to find people to date somehow. So um, <laughs> life is short, play naked. And he wrote me and said they are getting ready, because they're in Australia, they're getting ready to take a two-month trip in their new camper. Mm-hmm. And they're hitting the nude beaches. Oh. And they plan on just wearing sunblock and hats <laughs> for most of the trip. So I'm like... Damn, we need to go to Australia. <laughs> I, I was not aware so that the nude fun. beaches of Australia was a well, he, thing. He called them free beaches, in quotes. Oh, so okay. I, I, I'm assuming that means means nude beaches because he said it was just sunblock and hats. So <laughs> okay. And finally, Dawn, over the weekend um, or last week, you and I went to the Lexington, Kentucky, and we worked on and are wrapping up a book, which we will talk about soon. But um, we took. Your brand new um, oh. Tracy's dog vibrator with us, which we revealed in the last episode. 
Yeah, we did. And I'm looking at the user manual, and it doesn't have the name of the actual toy on it. But it's the, the clit sucker vibro mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, yeah. So, we took it, and, and, and we're all excited about playing with it. And it's got two buttons on it, which I forgot the user's manual. So, I assumed one button was for the clit sucky thing, and the other button was for the vibro thing. Well, the vibro thing worked really well. But, but no clit sucking action. No clit sucking action. And I don't know if it was vibrating so hard that I just didn't put the clit sucking place in the right thing. But uh so I, did I, you f- I've got a huge target. It should have <laughs> found it. <laughs> well, you had <laughs> according no to the problem. according to these directions, you did have the buttons correct. Okay, so well, I may have to try it again because I don't think that part's working. So, but that's okay. Thanks for stepping in and 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 doing the sucking. Doing the sucking. <laughs> I like that, <laughs> that the um, fun. <laughs> the instructions here for your uh, vibrator also are presented in German. Mm-hmm. And noticed that um, Chinese, perhaps, and uh, I'm not sure what that other language is. <laughs> so we'll have to try it again because. That could be my new favorite toy, if it works. If it works. So, if not, we'll have to replace it. (laughs) Find us on Instagram and see the picture of the day. We are Erotic Awakening on there. We've been posting a few pictures, a few random pictures. You can find out about that new book. Find out about our live streaming podcast find out about whatever else you're going to put in the newsletter the workshops and the um, workshops and stuff by heading over to the erotic awakening website uh-huh. and you'll find a link <laughs> to the ea newsletter your improv's not going so no well. my, my improv is sucking <laughs> your ad lib i'd be better ad libbing because apparently reading is my problem at the moment <laughs> take a moment to support the podcast rate us on apple Podcasts, google play stitcher Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. And if you like what we're doing, head over to patreon.com slash eroticawakening to take a look at options like discounted stuff, extra content, and more. Our next Zoom meeting is coming up soon. Yep, I will actually have a newsletter out probably tomorrow with the date because it is this Sunday. So I'll get it all out there. Awesome. Awesome. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. Bye, John. Bye, John. Bye-bye.